You are listening to the sermon podcast of Covenant Presbyterian Church. We are a community in Madison, Wisconsin, who gathers to worship, to learn, to serve, and to grow together in God's love. Please visit us online at www.covenantmadison.org, where you can find information about Covenant Ministries, as well as links to our online worship services and sermon podcasts. Some of us have learned the lesson from church. Some of us have learned the lesson from singing Christmas carols. Some of us even learned the lesson from Charlie Brown Christmas special. The lesson in question is that Jesus came into this world to bring peace. You heard it earlier tonight in the scripture from Luke chapter 2. The angels sang about it. A multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory God in the highest and on earth peace. Thanks be to God for this gift of peace. During this season of Advent, the four Sundays leading up to Christmas, we at Covenant have been thinking about peace. Peace in the world and peace in our country and peace in our families and friends. And I've been thinking a lot about peace over this month, so along with that, when I saw online an article about the 10 most peaceful countries in the world, I love top 10 lists and I love geography, so I was all over that article. What are the top 10 most peaceful countries in the world? We're not going to play trivia. Um, I have the answers for you here. These are the 10 most peaceful countries in the world, according to this one study from a peace institute, Iceland, Denmark, and so on. And if you're interested, Canada was number 11 on the list. Now, if you're like me, you're looking at this list and thinking, hmm, I wonder where the United States is on this list. So, scroll a little bit, 20s, 30s, 50s, 80s. The United States, according to this survey, ranked 131st in the world in terms of the most peaceful countries, surrounded on the list by Haiti, South Africa, Brazil, and Eritrea. Now, obviously, you got to take a list like this with a grain of salt, maybe a big grain of salt. There's all sorts of ways of measuring something like that. But I bring it up because if we're going to be thinking about peace and if we're going to be trying to be peacemakers... Maybe we should be aware of the challenges, and maybe we in the United States have a few more challenges than we might realize to be people of peace. Over these Sundays of Advent, we've been thinking about peace in all sorts of ways and praying for peace. And the good news of the gospel is all about peace. You heard this scripture earlier in the service as well. Zechariah, the father-in-law of John the Baptist, shared this prophecy about Jesus, saying that he would guide our feet in the way of peace. Then in Jesus' life, towards the end of it, when things were getting scary and death was on the horizon, the disciples were scared, Jesus said to them, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, to give them some comfort in a scary time when they were fearing for their lives. And then, after his death and resurrection, when Jesus came back and appeared to the disciples, and they weren't sure where they were going or what was going to happen next, they didn't have a five-step action plan for things, Jesus said to them, not once, not twice, but three times, peace be with you. 
So clearly, peace is central in our gospel. And I think those of us who call ourselves Christians should know this and learn this and in some way, shape, or form be praying for peace on a regular basis. Over the course of these weeks in Advent, I've encouraged our congregation to just to do that, to pray for peace. There's a lot of ways to pray. One way that I've encouraged is just to take that word peace and just sit with it. Just breathe it in, breathe it out. Maybe set a timer on your phone for three minutes and just sit with the word peace. Or maybe take a phrase, a phrase like, may peace prevail. And let that be our prayer, maybe as we read the news, maybe as we think about our families, maybe as we think about our community. Or maybe we take the well-loved phrase from the song and our prayer is, let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me. Lots of ways to pray for peace and I commend that to you. Here at Covenant, we take peace rather seriously and try to welcome that peace and share that peace. We do it every Sunday, every time we gather for worship. We did it earlier tonight. We hear the good news of God's love for us, the forgiveness and the love, and then someone up here in one way or another says, may the peace of Christ be with you, and we all respond, and also with you. Usually with a little more enthusiasm, but that's how we respond. And we do that liturgically for all sorts of reasons. And one of the most important reasons we do that, I think, is to remind one another, to those of us here in the sanctuary and those of us at home, that we're in this together. And that this gift of peace that God is giving to us is meant to be nurtured and shared and cultivated in community with one another. So we look one another in the eye and, you know, after, after that little liturgical act, then we say, you know, share the peace with your neighbor. And that's when the fun begins. People start the, the handshakes and the hugs and the fist bumps and the high fives. And I know that when that happens, sometimes people are very intentional. The rule followers in the group will intentionally say to people, the peace of Christ be with you or peace be with you. And others of us We'll shake hands and start talking about the weather or the Packers game. You know, they won today, so hooray. Or the donuts or what we're going to get for Christmas or anything like that. And that's okay. It's okay. We're making contact with one another. And even in those conversations, I think we're sharing God's peace. And that's really important. I think we have to exercise our peace muscles. And we try to do that here at Covenant. And I'm hoping tonight we can do that as well. The good news of the gospel is that God came to us in Jesus Christ as the Prince of Peace to lead us on a new path, to call us, to guide us, to challenge us, to comfort us, to lead us forward, to guide our feet and our lives in the way of peace. So we come together and we do what we can with our singing, with our praying, with our scriptures, with our sharing the peace together. We do all those things so that that peace might become stronger in our hearts and our lives so that we can leave this place and share peace with our nation and with a world that so desperately needs more peace. Let us pray. Loving God, some of us are here tonight with heavy hearts, missing loved ones who have died, or caring for ailing loved ones, or dealing with their own, our own health issues. Grant us your peace, Lord. 
Some of us are hurting tonight with broken relationships and stressful family situations. Grant us your peace, Lord. Some of us are lost and lonely. Some of us are struggling with addictions and bad choices. Some of us are desperately trying to get back on track or at least take one step in the right direction. Grant us your peace, Lord. Some of us are feeling unloved or unseen because of our race, our gender, our identity, or something else. Grant us your peace, Lord. Some of us are doing all that we can to keep our sanity in our crazy political climate to prevent the collapse of our democracy and to keep the planet healthy. Grant us your peace, Lord. And some of us are just plain exhausted from all of this and more. Grant us your peace, Lord. Renew us this Christmas Eve, we pray, O God. Let your peace, your light, your love be born anew in us this very night. And again tomorrow. And maybe even the next day as well. In Jesus' name, amen.